0: generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings your light will no longer be hidden you will no longer be covered i thought i would hear a thunderous amen i said your light will no longer be hidden your light will no longer be hidden will no longer be hidden that amen does not sound like it has faith your light will no longer be hidden you are shining out of obscurity you're shining you are shining on the job you're shining on the streets you're shining everywhere you go you are reflecting the glory of God can I get a louder amen Light of the bright morning star illuminates every space in your life no more darkness he that believes in me shall never walk in darkness shall never stumble no more stumbling no more stumbling your steps are ordered God's light is shining through You are covered No matter what you're going through Your steps are harder God's light is shining through You are covered No matter what you're going through No more stumbling fumbling, I see you rising, I see you shining, no more stumbling, no more fumbling, I see you rising, I see you shining, no more falling on your face. No more falling by the way No more dying and waking up You are the light You will shine I am the light Somebody say, I will shine I will shine Say I will shine Say I will shine I will shine Jesus, you have light with the teaching, the declaration, the preaching of the word this morning. Light shines into every dark area, light shines into every area, and you begin to operate at the frequency of God. In Jesus' name, we've worshiped. I know your amen can be loud. Somebody look at your neighbor say, you have lights and you will shine. Say, you have lights. You will shine. You will shine. chapter 14 this one i'm going to be showing us or reminding us for many of us and you know for in some other areas revealing to us the power of god the ability of god the capacity of god look at somebody says the able god yeah that, that song let me tell you what it's a misdirection of scripture But the lyrics of the song are in the Bible. God says there will be showers of blessings. You guys don't know it's in the Bible. Yeah, it is. And from the intelligence I got, he actually wrote it as a Christian song. How many of you know that Debanj, make I tell them the Cocoa was originally a Christian song? Yeah. Because at the end of the song, he was going to put Jesus as the Cocoa. But when they got in the hands of the sons of Belial, they twisted it yeah as in yeah because his parents are deacons and i think when I when i was also he grew up yeah so the same thing that's happening locally is happening internationally many of the world stars grew up in church beyonce used to attend the church that donna mcclellan used to pastor oh yeah a long time ago glory to god look at somebody say we must take territories for the kingdom All right, Exodus 14 21 to 31. of the count of 3 to 1, we read Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind all that night, a strong east wind, and made the sea and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left and the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked up down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he trembled the army of the Egyptians, and he took off their chariot wheels, so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Continue. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left so the lord saved israel that day out of the hand of the egyptians and israel saw the egyptians dead on the seashore. thus israel saw the great work done in egypt so the people feared the lord somebody's about to see the work of god in a different dimension if it's not for you, you don't have to say amen. If your heart is open and receptive, please grab it with all that you have. I said, somebody is about to see the hand of God. You're about to experience the power of God on a different level, in a different dimension, like never before. In the name of Jesus, whatever represents, constitutes an Egyptian army in your life, Whatever difficulty, opposition, complication, heart of hell, gang up of the enemy, work of darkness, arrow from the pit of hell. You will see them defeated in the name of Jesus. You will see them fail and fall. You will see them drowned by the power of God things that have kept you intimidated things that have kept you in uh, kept you busy things that have locked you down made you stagnant there might not be issues in your own life there might be issues in your family there might be things that distract you from the purposes of God because you have to pay attention to this person and pay attention to that person and it's a demonic distraction or some kind of demonic drama I proclaim by the Spirit of God that in this moment virtue and power have been released to overturn to overthrow the chariots of egypt in the name of Jesus, the gang up of the enemy falls before you, fails before you. I expose in your life every ministry of demons and darkness, every kind of witchcraft operation, the spirit of lesser fear, the lesser fear disposition of laziness, of laxity, of slackness, of slothfulness, of treating uncommon things as common, of thinking treating spiritual things with levity, of taking it easy when your destiny is at stake. I expose those demons of intellectual confusion. I expose those demons of wrong doctrine, of humanism, of intellectualism, of pride, of arrogance, of cockiness. I expose you right now. I deal with you. Every demon of pride, of self righteousness, every demon that hides itself in superior knowledge, I dethrone you. You have no place in this room. I make you uncomfortable. I dispossess you. In the name of Jesus, no weapon that is formed against this house shall prosper. come against chemical weapons or we come against biological weapons you know they are physical weapons but the most lethal ones are the ones you don't see I deal with every demon that is tampering with your mind with your loyalty with your commitment with your faithfulness with your agenda with with the agenda of God for your life I expose I destroy broken focus side attraction self-control pride fullness I destroy laziness no hiding place place in your life. No hiding place in this house. No hiding place. I expose the serpentine spirit that gossips that speaks words in the backside on the trees. Hey, Devil I came for you this morning. I came for you. I came for you this morning. Wherever you are hiding. Wherever you're lurking. Wherever you're concealing yourself in the wrong body language. The wrong facial expression. I bind you. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. God's people are strong. You are rising above it. You are rising above confusion. If you don't join in prayer, I will join myself in prayer. No demon will hide in your life in the name of one's distraction or the other. You are getting your mind back. You are getting your consciousness back you are getting your traction back you are getting your focus back you are getting your mind back in the name of Jesus I tread upon snakes I tread upon scorpions I tread upon every power of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ no hiding place in this house every spirit of Judas every spirit of traitors, of betrayal in your life and in this house I expose it I expose manipulation I expose witchcraft I expose wizardry I expose time-wasting I expose everything cyclical patterns I break by the power of God I shoot arrows deep into the camp of hell the spirit of gloom that has hung over your head and over your mind for the last three weeks and the last three months you are driving you are are sad you are praying. you are sad you are receiving money you are sad you are seeing your salary you are sad. I break that spirit I break you lose I break your chariots yet I remove the wheels from your mechanism and your machinations in the name of Jesus Christ devil you know my voice ain't playing games this morning Ain't playing games this morning I lose the people of God I lose their minds lose their hearts lose their souls lose their imagination to think like God and live like God and walk like God to fulfill their ministry and their agenda and destiny according to the prophetic calendar every weight is lifted from your shoulder every chain is removed from your neck every yoke is broken of your soul in the name of Jesus We remove it we remove it time up time up time up time up time up Israel will not live one more night in Egypt not one more night in that thing not one more night in that being double-minded should I go here should I stay there should I take on this job should I go for that offer should I marry him or her you will no longer lose time in the in between season the in-between season is over you take a step you cross the Jordan you cross the river you walk through right now in the name of Jesus God was the one who said that his people were going to be in bondage and said they were being bondage for 400 years but now the time was passing 430 years in exodus the word says that god heard the cry of israel this is a service where as we reveal the power of god if you want to cry out cry if you want to shout shout because there are certain things that must never enter into december with you are certain things that must never step into 2020 with you and God raised a man called Moses because of the cry of Israel I'm believing God this morning that as you lift your voice God will raise men for you the ministry of Moses was necessitated by the cry of Israel there was an agenda that God had to fulfill. But as long as the people were comfortably quiet in their bondage, God didn't do much. Because God does not respond to pain. He responds to faith. And faith is evidenced by a work of faith. But Timeus will learn last week, he cried out in faith. The children of Israel, they cried out in pain. But some of them believed God. how do i know they had some faith you know they were oscillating vacillating between faith and unbelief faith and unbelief and all of that but i know that some of them believed why because at least they followed moses out if they didn't have any faith at all they wouldn't have followed him somebody your romance with unbelief is over shout i'm a believer shout aloud, i'm a believer and i believe because i'm a believer so God raised a man called Moses I believe that God is raising a men for you just as he has raised you as a man for some people but this one I really want to deal with certain issues in your life that have to do with God's ability being unlocked for you sister Oyin. you know why because many of us we are there for so many people and we do so much And we give so much, and we raise children, and we work under people, and we do this, and after a while, we start running faint. The ability of God is going to give you an energy boost this morning. Wherever you are faint, you receive strength. Let me just make some declarations and teach a little bit. So, God said to Moses, They had been in Israel, in Egypt, rather, 430 years. Now in Egypt, they were not business partners. They were not working for a stake in the companies of their bosses or their masters. They were slaves. What that means is no matter how hard working they were, they owned nothing except the little crumbs that their masters handed over to them. How many of you realize that much of corporate Nigeria right now is sophisticated slavery? Because a lot of people who work for years and years and years still don't have much to show for their years of service. So many of us are operating in that dimension. Of course, we know the primary picture of Israel in Egypt, the primary picture of that scenario is really people held in the land of sin, the people of God in the land of sin, and salvation coming through a prophet, God bringing deliverance through a prophet and taking them through the Red Sea. It's a picture of salvation. That's why you have the Lamb, the Passover Lamb, who is Jesus Christ. He is our Passover Lamb. So when I see the blood, our Passover. So it's salvation. However, please understand something that the reason the enemy is holding Israel is not just to stop them from being saved. No. It is to keep them as productive elements in their own system. Yeah. The issue with addictions or bondage to sin is that it keeps you busy sinning. Too busy sinning to live out the purposes of God. That's right. mm. And so they are saved to go to the promised land. Mm. So let me say again for those who may not have heard me teach this. God's plan for you is not just salvation. Salvation is the foundation for that plan. was salvation right after coming out of Egypt end of story you are free no but you have some things to build where his workmanship created in Christ just though he might do the works which he prepared for us so they come out of Egypt now and as they come out of Egypt they are met with the Red Sea somebody was saying to God God if it's you there should be no opposition if you really brought me out of that space, you know, it should be smooth. You asked me to leave my job. Right after leaving my job, I should walk into like a 10 million naira business offer that puts everybody to shame, including my former boss. Like, you see, I made the right choice. But Israel, they've come out of Egypt, but they are in a dry place, they're in a the wilderness. The fact that you're in a wilderness situation does not mean God is not leading you. Because in the New Testament, the two most prominent people in the the New Testament had wilderness experiences. The word says, and Jesus was led by the Spirit of God into... Paul said in Galatians, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, but I went into the wilderness of Arabia. As a matter of fact, if God is going to use you for great things, you must be exposed to a wilderness. A wilderness is a wilderness, Wild. A wild place. It's not cultivated. (laughs) A wild space is not domesticated. Some of you, God is leading you unfamiliar territories. Can I tell you something? There might be a way through the Red Sea, but wildernesses have no maps, no coordinates. How do you describe a wilderness? You see a mound of sand over there. Then turn right. Another mound of sand. You, you, have you, have you seen a desert before? And God will lead you into a wilderness or a wilderness. In other words, you've seen some wild things in Egypt, but there's something wilder. A wilderness is a wilderness. It's wild. It's not cultivated. It's not garden. It's not structured. It's not streamlined. It's not pruned. It's not tended to. And God will lead you through a wilderness where there are no maps because God wants you to know he's your map. You can follow signs in a place that is built up. But God is saying, don't follow signs in the wilderness, follow my spirits. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Look at somebody say, I'm in a wilderness, but I'm not alone. Some of you are not saying, look at somebody eyeball to eyeball and tell that person, I am in a wilderness, but I'm not alone. Some of you are in a financial wilderness. You can't understand what's going on. You are now there because they didn't know about. Your finances have gone wild. Crazy. Like money spending itself. I say that again. wilderness at least and, and say this is the confusion of the Egyptians the s- slaves they said to Moses at least where we're coming from it was garlic <laughs> and cucumber imagine somebody missing a meal of garlic how bad does it get Some of you right now, you're in a wilderness and you are missing the things that God delivered you from. Never allow. Yeah, yeah, let her land. Yeah, that, that's good. Never allow where you are. Cause you to long after what God delivered you from. Never. Wilderness? why? Because you've got to trust me now. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And what is he going to do? He's going to direct your your path. 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 Why? 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 Because one of the temptations of the wilderness is that when you're going through a wilderness, you are trying to look at somebody else's path to find out whether you can take it. But he says, I will direct your own path. <laughs> because many times your wildernesses are not many times your wildernesses are so personal customized. John, the voice of one, crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. In other words, John went into the wilderness without any templates, any blueprint, any kind of structure heads up but God gave him something that nobody else had let me prophesy over somebody's life this morning and say to you in that dry place in that wilderness in that tight corner in that tight spot in the wilderness you know something about the wilderness that even when you call nobody might hear you when you cry nobody might see you but the God of the wilderness can hear you in the wilderness the God who made the sand can see you when nobody's you there. One of the things about the wilderness is in the wilderness, there is a mirage, something called the mirage. So it looks like a pool of water in the business, but when you get there, there is no water. Somebody almost every time you see what looks like a pool, and you get there, you feel it's going to be the breakthrough, it doesn't come through. You feel like God opened the door, you don't see the door open. Well, God is still in the wilderness, and the first thing we ought to thank God for, is that as dry as the wilderness is, he has sustained us he has kept us he has preserved us he has delivered us in the wilderness from snakes and scorpions and serpents and crazy things we are not dead and forgotten we are not buried under a stash of sand we are still standing in the wilderness is there anybody who is grateful for God who has been faithful that through it all we are alive and well we are still standing in the wilderness somebody give God praise give God praise give God praise and it's some help on the keyboard this morning in the wilderness my God can we just give God about one minute of praise for deliverance in the wilderness do you know it's been seven months without any salary and God has still fed you you've been three months without a accommodation and God has still kept you. You've been here. Praise Him in one minute. Praise Him in one minute. Praise Him in one minute. minute. Some of you live in areas where security does not exist but God has been your security some of you have to cross puddles of water so you arrive late for almost every meeting at church and at work but God has still kept you; you have not drowned in that puddle it's a good God we thank you In Jesus' name, we're afraid. You may be seated. So they come out of Egypt, and God said to Moses, stretch your rod. Isn't it interesting, that through this text, we see the word tell us about three to four times, God dealt with the Egyptians. God dealt with Pharaoh. Okay. God dealt with Pharaoh. God removed the chariots. But you know something? While it was God that did that and God could have done all of that and so much more, God said to Moses, stretch your rod over the sea. I mean, God, he can just do this thing without this. Who's getting what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to stretch my rod. Which one is the more difficult work to part the sea or to stretch the rod? Part the sea. Who parted the sea? What's the easier work? So if you can part the sea, why can't you just... This is one of the reasons God instructs you to do something that people can see. Because Moses, the people cannot hear God's word, but they can see your action. God spoke to Moses people didn't hear that you remember they are told Moses please don't we don't want to talk to this God do. remember when God came down upon the mountain and there was lightning and thunder and they were so scared they didn't want to come close to the mountain said so, okay Moses just be the middle man. talk to God on our behalf we'll walk in the blessings and the miracles look at somebody and say you need to outgrow secondhand relationships with God so they didn't hear what God was saying to Moses, but they saw the action. The reason God, one of the reasons, not the only reason, one of the reasons God allows you or instructs you to do something physical, is so that when the breakthrough happens, people will know that that thing you did was an extension of your faith. The word says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So, sometimes when we say shout and we say dance, somebody's going to come back and say, I remember there was that service when I was jumping like a crazy person or I was dancing like a mad person, and God came through for me. Many times, the ability of God is unlocked only after you bear witness to that ability before you see that ability go into action. So, God was saying to Moses, Deploy your own ability over the situation and I'll unlock my own ability concerning that situation similarly it was not just that stone that brought down Goliath Goliath is stronger than the stone it was the ability of God but Moses had to release the stone so that people could see that as a witness to what God is about to do can I propose to you that possibly one of the reasons some of us have not really seen the ability of God deployed the way we should in our lives is that We are not bearing witness to that ability we are not boasting in that ability let me show you what the bible says in the book of revelations he says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of whose testimony whose testimony the blood of the lamb give me victory over sin and give me identity in Christ but the word of my own testimony is going to manifest all the inheritance and all the provision so listen to this when God says I can that's his testimony but when you say God you can that's your testimony when God says you are healed that's his testimony when you claim the healing that's your testimony and you can be in your spirit but your body has not manifested it. why because your body is waiting for the word of your own testimony he says death and life are in the power of the tongue in other words your testimony is required it your testimony is required in the earth realm so many of us will listen to the testimonies of God God can do this one God can do that one somebody is teaching us but you've got to say to yourself I am I know that before the end of this November this boil and this lump in my breast will dissolve somebody can say before the end of this year my mother will be healed that is your testimony for he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity the chastisement for our peace was laid upon him, I love the way Peter puts it, Peter said I'm black in stripes, we were healed, so Isaiah's testimony was Futuristic, but Peter's testimony was in the past. In other words, you can use your mouth to testify that it has already happened, and the ability of God will go into operation. The ability of God will be unveiled and unlocked for you. The ability of God will enter into places you never thought would happen for you. If it's not you, I'm talking to it's okay to be the way you are. If it's you, I'm talking to slap somebody, a palm bun high five, and sh- God is, God is able! 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 If God brought me out of Egypt, we can pass the Red Sea! If God could contain the angel of death, he can release the spirit of life. If God gave me a voice as Moses, when I should not have stepped into the palace of Pharaoh and Pharaoh still lets his people go then God will cross this Red Sea Uh, my God is able my God is able this sea in front of me is going to part this is not the end of my life this is not the end of my story this is not the end of my business this is not the end of my ministry this is not the end of my environment this is not the end of my culture my God is Eunice what does God say to Moses stretch what stretch what stretch it many of us have been hiding our hands but you've got to learn how to stretch your hands unto God surrender you've got to learn to stretch your hand where over the sea in other words, establish your authority over the situation. Stretch it out. Some of us, our faith has gone into seclusion. Because you don't want people to feel like God disappointed you. So, so let's, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it small. Let's keep it normal. You are not normal. No more people don't endure Egypt. No more people don't survive Egypt. The things you survive, no more people don't survive them. You were ripped at 16, but nobody knows about that now. You failed jam three times, it's not showing on your face right now. Oh, you have not even served, but you have a job that people who have served don't even have. You are not normal, you are a sign, you are a wonder, you are a blessing, you are a miracle in motion. With all the advances that your boss has made at you, God has still advanced your life without you compromising with him, you are not normal. Please, I'm Go to three and tell them I'm not normal, I'm special. First Peter puts it this way: for you are a chosen generation, for you are a holy nation, for you are a peculiar people, for you are a royal priesthood, you are choice, you are premium, you are special, you are uncommon. Solomon, the hand of God is upon your life, the insignia of heaven is on you. You are Stretch out your hand. Please let me go to the earlier verses, verse, verse 21. Stretch out your hand. Verse 21. Stretch out your hand. Mayandos alabados. Verse 21. Media Shandabokala. Thank you. And the Lord caused the sea to go back. Go back by a strong East Wind usually streams have just one direction are you aware of that when a stream is running one direction it keeps running in that direction that's the direction that's how it moves there are certain torrents in your life that have been moving in one direction but it's not a favorable direction but this one as we engage the ability of God God is turning the streams in a different direction Oh, some of you didn't hear, you're not really getting this. It could be a stream of information, stream of the doctor's report, stream of your finances, in the oil and gas sector going downstream or upstream or midstream but God is about to change the direction of some tides in your life the Bible says when the Lord turned the captivity of Israel we were like them that dream then where our mouths filled with laughter and our tongues with singing then they said amongst the heathen the Lord has done great things for them the Lord has done great things For us, so are we glad. Psalm 126 all turn again like the streams in the south. The Bible says, The Lord caused the sea to go back. Anything that has been coming against you in this moment, the Lord is stoking them to go back, to go back, to go back. Everything that has encroached on your personal peace, encroached on your space, is going back. Is going back. The harassment is going back. The negative policy is going back. The insecurity going back. The onslaught going back. The depression is going back. The fear is going back. The shame is going back. The difficulty is going back. It's going back. Somebody shy yes. Oh, yeah. It's going back. It's going back. I saw it coming, but it's going back. I soon saw it coming, but it's going. It's going back oh it's going back the massive layoff won't touch you it's going back the sexual harassment won't drown you won't even touch you it's going back the generational tendency and proclivity won't touch you it's going back it's going back Two more things and now I'll just show you three things two more things than three things i'll exige this in the second service but let me point attention to something and the egyptians pursued and went after them in the midst of the sea all Pharaoh's horses somebody say all. all when the devil comes after you with all that he has he has no idea that has fallen into a divine trap as usual. How many of you know that the devil can never win? That's right. let, me, let me put it this way. The devil can never win as surely as God can never lie. Yeah. What was the trap? Go after them with all you have. Yeah. So I can bury your military machinery in the water once and for all. In today's world, how long do you think it would take to create a chariot? Today's world wheels of tire, a couple of hours or maybe days in the foundry back then they didn't have the kind of sophisticated machinery so to build wheels would take weeks and months all of the chariots that Egypt had built some of you are not getting this for weeks and months possibly years They came after Israel and God buried everything. I speak as a prophet this morning. Everything that has been built to bury you has been buried now in the name of Jesus. Every machinery every plot every plan to terminate you to rob you of the grace of God to rubbish the work you have been doing all the research you've been putting together all the intercessions for your family every plan of the enemy to cripple you we bury now in the name of Jesus we bury now in the name of Jesus no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that Rise against you in judgment. We condemn it. 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 it. In one moment. All all the horses, all the chariots, all the horsemen. (laughs) My goodness. God troubled the army. Do you love that? God did what? Troubled. Do you know some people who have been harassing you? The reason that they've been harassing you is that there is nothing keeping them busy. God is about to keep every adversary who does not repent. Busy with personal problems. So they won't have time to hate you like that anymore. Got Troubled. They troubled the army of Israel. And he took off their chariot wheels. Isn't God hilarious? Just try to picture it in your mind. They're going, they're driving, driving furiously. Wheels. Fume, fume. You know, like cartons. The way it is in cartons. They said they found it difficult to drive. And it drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel. Why? For the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians let me tell you why this is very profound when Moses appeared before Pharaoh and said let my people go says the Lord what did Pharaoh say? who is the Lord? Lord? so the only Lord that the Egyptians knew was Pharaoh Pharaoh was a God they treated him as an idol as a principality as a God he had no respect for the Lord But the manifestation of God's power introduced him to them. But some of you didn't get that. They didn't go for master life, but they knew the lordship of Christ. They didn't attend missionary map, but the display of power. And the display of ability made the Egyptians say there is a God that is fighting for those people God will use this current scenario in your family to introduce himself to your uncle who does not believe in God to your auntie who does not believe God to your brother who's claiming I'm an atheist I'm new age I'm woke, woke, woke. they will be woken up out of their wokeness are you hearing what I'm saying? God will use this battle to introduce himself. When God's ability is unleashed, he compresses theology into one moment. When God's ability is unleashed, he compresses, oh, ya who am I speaking to? God is about to introduce himself. They said the Lord. Victor, when the Lord is done with you, they will say the Lord is with this guy. She's they'll say the Lord is with her. Yeah. Because why, why would the Egyptians do that? Because the only language certain people understand is the power language. That's right. yes. That's right. yes, and some of us, we've been big on praise, but we've been low on power. Yeah. God took it off. I love the way the Bible puts it. It said that God looked down upon the army. Do you know why you should never allow your problems overwhelm you or dominate you? Do you know why? Because God looks down on your problems. Why would you look up to what God is looking down on? It says he that sits in the heavens shall look upon them he shall laugh at them in derision he shall hold them in his sore displeasure Ephesians 2 verse 6 says that we are seated together he has raised us up and we are seated in heavenly places so if God is on the high table where are you somebody shout at me if God is on the high table where are you if God is on the high table where are you God is looking down on that problem in your life right now and he's laughing at those armies and those strange problems and those thick difficulties. In other words, God is looking at that problem as comedy he finds it laughable that the devil thinks he can kill you before your time he finds it laughable that the devil thinks this is the end of your story Peter wrote that powerful song you haven't seen the best of me when one door closes God opens a gate are you hearing what I'm saying this morning God is laughing at that problem you're going to have the last laugh you're having the last laugh you're having the last laugh you're having the last laugh you don't have the money but you have god you don't have the context but you have god you don't have the technical know-how but you have god. you have god hey sarah sarah has been barren for many years but when God said to her, you're going to have a baby by this time. She overheard. She laughed. But guess what? When she had the baby, she called the baby laughter. What you are about to birth prophetically will make you laugh in joy every time. So you laugh. In shame But you are about to laugh In rejoicing You laugh in cynicism But you are about to laugh In joy Every time you look at that book You will laugh Look at the album You will laugh Look at the house You will laugh Look at the patent, You will laugh Are you ready? Somebody shout Able God Able God They didn't see him, but he saw them. They didn't feel him, but he removed their wheels. God is about to make your supernatural realm more active than your natural realm. People will say he's not doing much because his God is doing much more. Behind the scenes. Angels are moving behind the scenes. Angels are coordinating behind the scenes. Great right things are happening. Somebody shout Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Look at somebody say, God is able. Look at somebody and say, God is able. Why did God allow them to escape from Egypt? And it didn't stop the Egyptians from running after them. Because some of you, the Lord delivered you from certain things, but you can still see certain things pursuing you. Some tenderness, inclinations, you can feel the wind of their pursuit. Why did God allow that? Because God is not just interested in your deliverance, He's interested in the destruction of what He delivered you from. Because if they are just left Egypt, watch that, that will be escape. There's a difference between escape and deliverance. Escape means I got out of it. Deliverance means I destroyed what I got out of. In other words, this thing that God has brought you out of, your children won't grow in it. Your family won't be bound by it. Opposition that kept you busy will not keep your generations busy. Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh! yes oh yes it was Tim Godfrey who said when you heal you heal completely this thing God brought me out of I'm not going back and if it comes against me God is drowning it he's drowning the depression he's drowning the generational problems he's drowning the failure he's drowning the weaknesses is drowning Look at somebody say, he's drowning. Look at somebody say, he's drowning. He's drowning. And it's not just drowning, he's crowning. He's drowning and he's crowning. It's drowning and it's crowning. Look at somebody say, he's drowning the enemy and it's crowning you. I see a crown on your head. I see a crown on your head. I see. I see. When God wants to upgrade your CV, he causes a red seat to be in front of you watch this because before the red sea their CV red cleaned 50 chariots in egypt's cleaned garlic sliced cucumbers uh head slave in egypt that was their cv before the red sea but after the red sea water walker red sea crosser road divider dominion carrier god in one deliverance will upgrade your cv you don't hear what i'm saying right now before you are carryover and extra years and delays, but now you defeated every problem. God is putting something new on your CV that you didn't go to school for, you didn't go to college for, you didn't go to uni for. But deliverance is real. Somebody shine. Go to seven of the tell them. God is able. God is able. God is, able. god is able 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 oh god is able King their cv one day one night this problem in your life is an opportunity for God's power to reveal his glory judge of the nine who sinned was it this man or his spirit? says none of them sinned but that the glory of God might be revealed might be revealed might be revealed i'll teach someone in the second service we'll look at more things in the second service that the glory of god might be revealed how do i know god's glory was revealed when you see the light of the sun you don't confuse it with the moon because first corinthians says there is the glory of the sun and the glory of the when god's glory is made manifest you don't need elaborate theology to introduce god If your eyes are closed and full light is in your face you know it's full light or at least flashlight when it's fire lights you don't just see the light you feel the heat you're about to feel the heat of God the heat of God melts mountains that's what the psalmist said why did you skip like rams mountains and skip like lambs or hills when God led forth his people How God's glory was revealed because the Egyptians said the Lord is fighting for them. They didn't see him but they said the Lord is fighting for them. Why is it significant that they said that? Because the first time Moses said to, to Pharaoh, the Lord said, who is the Lord? They didn't recognize God. But this next show of power they will know the Lord. They will know the Lord let's just raise the hands and say, Lord I know you're able can you make it a prayer in one minute God you are able God you are able no matter how overwhelming it is Raise him above everything. He's able. You may not see him, but you will feel his impact. Show yourself strong, mighty God. every health challenge, family challenge, mental challenge, don't stop believing, don't stop believing, he's able, don't get tired of trusting, he's able, don't stop believing, We believe in your power, we believe in your might, we believe in your grace, we do not doubt your ability. In the world, people look at experience and if we were to go by experience alone, you are more experienced than everybody. Because you've been here before anyone got here, but it's not just the longevity of your presence, it's about the greatness of your power. Your power, you're not only present, you are powerful so Lord I ask right now for everyone who's trusting you for healing in their bodies there is healing right now in the name of Jesus the Lord is healing somebody who has challenges around their mouth around your mouth your teeth your gum healing is taking place right now bone misalignment sprains around the spine healed right now in the name of Jesus gastric complications menstrual complications complications that I have to do with the digestive tract and the lower parts of the gut I proclaim go right now in the name of Jesus I pray for that person who needs a display of power in the workplace Lord show yourself stronger bigger And in the supernatural let us flow effortlessly this week signs wonders miracles not just for ourselves but for those who we are sent to by our hands you will heal by our hands you will save by our hands you will meet needs this week thank you father in Jesus name we pray somebody give God praise hallelujah as you take your set high-five somebody say God is able